and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. Let's pray. Lord, we come to you today in faith, no matter what our situation may be. We just want to declare that you are a faithful God. You have been faithful in the past, faithful in the present, and will ever be faithful in the future. And we declare that we put our trust in you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, as we have been going through the Psalms in the past weeks, we are noticing a similarity in the themes of some of the chapters. Well, it is because David was the author of many of the Psalms. Not exactly entirely the whole book of Psalms, but most of it. And one thing that we can see in David was his heart that is so open and vulnerable to God. You know, what I admire about him is he does not try to scrub or curate his prayers. You know, it's not as if like he's writing some post on IG or on Facebook, but he just prays them like it is. And you get a glimpse of what David is going through in his Psalms, whether it is a time of celebration and a time of praise or a time of rejection or even a time of depression or a time of repentance. And Psalm 31 uh, is actually one that reveals David's bleak situation. Uh, And if I may read from uh, chapter 31, verses uh, 1 to 5, it says, In you, O Lord, do I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your righteousness, deliver me. Incline your ear to me. Rescue me speedily. Uh, Be a rock of refuge. Uh, for me, and a strong fortress to save me. For you are my rock and my fortress, and for your name's sake you lead me and guide me, and you take me out of the net they have hidden for me, for you are my refuge. Verse 5, Into your hand I commit my spirit. You have redeemed me, O Lord, faithful God. You know, as David was writing this psalm, it is quite obvious that he was in deep darkness. But yet, he describes God as his refuge. And that God is his rock, God is his fortress. It was a time of pouring out basically his complaints and his frustration before God. And you know, when we hear David, we think of a man who seemed to have it all in place. He was a man who was after God's heart. He killed the giant enemy of the Jews. He was anointed to be king of Israel long before he was actually sitting down on the throne. And, you know, he was one whom the people were singing, David killed his ten thousands, and Saul only killed his thousand. But we also see David as a man who was constantly in distress and in trouble. Can you relate to that? Uh, He had many enemies who wanted to take his life. There was a time when he was in constant danger, always running away from his enemies. And some of the things that we can learn from David's psalm, and I want to just uh, share three thoughts in our devotion today, is number one, we need to be honest before God. You know, in Psalm chapter 31, verse 9 to 13, we see that there is a, this almost is like the body of this psalm. And if I may just read it, 
this kind of summarizes his basic situation and his complaints before the Lord. And I'm going to read it from verse 9 to verse 13. It says, Be gracious to me, O Lord, for I am in distress. My eye is wasted from grief, my soul and my body also. And if I may just pause there, soul means emotion. You know, it's almost like he's saying emotional damage. You know, there's so much emotional pain that I'm going through. Uh, in fact, even his physical body is spent. In verse 10, it says, For my life is spent with sorrow and my years with sighing. My strength fails because of my iniquity and my bones waste away. Because of all my adversaries, I became a reproach, especially to my neighbors and an object of dread to my acquaintances. Those who see me in the street flee from me, and I have been forgotten like one who is dead. I have become like a broken vessel. For I hear the whispering of many terror on every side as they scheme together against me as they plot to take my life it's almost as if that david was saying you know if he was alive today that i have just been canceled uh, you know by everybody you know it's as if that i i am not existing and david was bringing his situation before the lord it was as if he was bringing a complaint all his frustrations before the lord in fact verses 9 to 13 of what we read is the body of the request of the entire psalm and this kind of sounds like many of our prayers today. You know, this is what we typically pray to God. It starts with, Lord, here are my problems. Then it progresses to, Lord, I ask you to do this. And then we end with, in Jesus' name, amen. You know, that's pretty much our prayers today. But my encouragement for you is, go ahead, be honest with God. God's not going to be shocked with these things. He doesn't mind you just being vulnerable and being open to Him. He's not shocked when we pour out our frustrations uh, to Him, you know, all our needs and our requests. Instead of bringing your complaint before another person, try bringing it to God first and let Him know your situation. Second thought about this psalm is we need to speak also about God's faithfulness. Speak of God's faithfulness. You know, yes, we can be honest with God, but at the same time, speak about God's faithfulness. Declare God's faithfulness in the past. And if we will read the rest of Psalm chapter 31, aside from this verse 9 to 13, we will notice, you know, this is actually until verse 24, but we don't have time to read all through this today. We will notice that David gave about maybe 13 to 15 references to the faithfulness of God. In fact, there are so many references about God's good nature. And we have already read a few in the beginning of the chapter. You know, like if I may just uh, give a quick summary, you know, he was saying, you are my rock and refuge and fortress. And then it says, you lead me and then you guide me. You deliver me from my enemy's trap. You redeem me. So these are some of the things that David was saying, declaring the faithfulness of God. Into your hands, I commit my spirit. And this is actually a prophetic statement of Jesus when he was hanging on the cross. Then what's interesting for me and what it jumped, uh, you know, it, what jumped to me is he declared twice what I trust in the Lord. That God is trustworthy. 
And then he said, my times are in your hand in verse 15. You know, he's basically saying that, you know, you are my rescuer. You are, you know, you hold my destiny in your hand. You're the one that sets the time and the seasons in my life. Then he said, I will rejoice in your steadfast love. How many of you today can say that I rejoice in the steadfast love of the Lord? And then he said uh, in verse uh, 19, Oh, how abundant is your goodness. Can we actually declare that God is good? And God is not just good. He is abundant in His goodness. He is overflowing in His kindness and in His goodness to us. And then we, you know, we hear David saying, You heard the voice of my pleas for mercy. You know, we're crying out for the mercy of God. We're crying out for help of God. We're crying out, Lord, help me in my situation. I'm in dire need of this. And then David declared, the Lord preserves the faithful. I mean, these are some of the words that speaks of the faithfulness of God. And you may feel overwhelmed with your situation right now. You know, my encouragement for you is to go and pour it to God. But don't end there. Remind yourself of God's faithfulness to you. I mean, we can always look back in the past and say, God, you've rescued me. You've provided for me. You've healed me. And now we may be facing a situation that is bigger than what we can accomplish or bigger than what we can face. But the reality is, you know, our God is bigger than any problem that we can face. And God has been faithfully providing and helping us in the past. We need to add faith to our prayers. Don't just pour out your complaints or your frustrations before the Lord and say, in Jesus' name, amen. Add faith to it. Add, you know, add uh, belief and hope and say, God, no matter what happens, I know that you can pull through. And go speak words of faith in your prayers. You know, there's something powerful about speaking words of wisdom. Let it be, you know, I'm not talking about that. But there's something powerful about speaking words of faith when we pray. Uh, you know, what I do is in the morning, after, you know, like reading my Bible, I take the time to silent myself and then write on my journal my prayer. And that's great. And that's powerful. But there are times also that I don't just write it. I speak it. I pray it. I confess the word. I pray the word. And I use my mouth to basically declare and pour out my cries before the Lord. And there's something powerful about declaring words of faith every single day. And David was declaring this from, not from a standpoint of having been rescued already, but he was speaking words of faith and assurance even in the midst of trouble. David declared how abundant is your goodness and God has delivered him in the past. You know, he was not saying that God has delivered him already, but by faith, he was declaring, Lord, thank you because you watch over the righteous and you will deliver them from snare. My question for us this morning is, do you believe that God is abundant in his goodness? Do you believe that God is actually hearing our prayers? Believe it, speak it, trust God. And that is exactly my third point. Trust in the Lord. I mean, this is a very 
a common statement. We trust in the Lord. But yet, this is exactly what David said in verse 14 of this chapter. But I trust in you, O Lord. And I say, you are my God. He was declaring that he is his God. God is his God. And this is probably one of the most significant parts of this psalm, of this prayer, of this song. It speaks of the attitude of David towards God. David was praying that God will take away darkness, but the right now prayer is that God will be his refuge. While he's waiting, God will be his shelter. While he's waiting, God will be his fortress. While he's waiting in the midst of darkness. I mean, he instead declared, I trust in you, O Lord. He was not focusing on his situation, but he was focusing on the power and the faithfulness of his God. And that is our God that we serve today. He's hearing our prayers. And sometimes it seems like he's taking a delay and he's asking us to wait. No matter what happens, he is faithful. We just need to put our trust in the Lord. You know, David's prayers were filled with faith in God. And it doesn't mean that he felt it when he was praying. He was just in faith because he knew who God was. Now, let me encourage you today that when you pray, even if you have poured out all your requests, your problems, your complaints, your frustrations to God, go ahead and stick, out, you know, stick this statement at the end of your prayers, okay? But I trust in you, O Lord, in Jesus' name. I mean, if, if there's nothing that else that you can say, you know, after praying all this thing, you know, say it before the Lord, put out everything there, and then add this last statement, but I trust in you, O Lord, and then end it in Jesus' name. That is one powerful prayer that you can pray today. Because what you're declaring is, Lord, no matter what happens, no matter what situation I may have, I trust in you. And God loves us and cares for us enough, far more than sparrows, whom he constantly provides for. Can you imagine that? Jesus told his disciples, look at the birds. They don't even worry about tomorrow. And how about you? You are worth more than sparrows. Does your prayer reflect your faith in the promises of God? Because ultimately, when you talk about faith, faith is not based on feelings. It is based on God's promises and our dependence on those promises. You know, it'll bring you comfort when you declare that you are trusting in God. So today, let us be reminded where to go to in times of trouble, during dark times. Go to God. Remember His goodness, trust Him, and continue to hold to Him. Let's now continue to worship the Lord and declare our trust and dependence on God. The same hands that hold the sea Still my soul and quiet the same hands that hold the sea, still my soul and quiet. 
Let me just pray for you. Thank you, Lord, for today. And I pray for my brothers and sisters who are probably going through a severe situation that is beyond them and what they can comprehend. Lord, may they be just like David, that after him pouring out his situation and his inadequacies and his complaints, he ended with these words, but I trust in you, O Lord. Lord, help us to put a trust in you every single day. And I pray, God, that you would encourage everyone who's listening to our devotion today. May you be with them today. May your presence be felt by them and by their families, Lord God. And Lord, may you bless them today as we end this devotion. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And the Lord turn His face toward you and grant you peace. May the love of our Heavenly Father and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the fellowship of our Holy Spirit be with us always. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, thank you so much once again for joining us in our morning worship and prayer. See you next time. God bless you all. Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages live every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.